Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 2. Today Ooh. we are joined by someone that me and Connor both know personally. We've worked with, we've worked with her before. Um, and we're very excited to have her on, have a chat with her, find out more about her. So we have Alexandra Sarmiento joining us today. Yeah. So Alex has or is the dance captain at Hamilton. She also swings a few tracks. Um, she was in Strictly Ballroom. She was in In the Heights, a chorus line several times, as you'll find out. But we can't wait to hear what she has to say for her musical theatre mixtape. Here's Alex. Hello, Alex. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Connor. How are you? I'm very well. How are you doing today? Really excited to talk to two stars. So, <laughs> Oh, stop. No, that's, that's <laughs> the complete genuine truth right there. I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> So for those for those listening that don't know, me and Nick worked with Alex on our third year musical Legally Blonde, where she was the assistant director slash choreographer. Was that your your yeah. title? Mm-hmm, that's correct. Yeah, so we know each other from there. We had a wonderful time doing that. We had a blast. Yay. Oh, I'm glad you guys did have fun. I just I do feel like I wasn't there for a lot of it just because like schedule didn't work out um for me you're too busy being big western star (laughs) (laughs) well i was just desperado to always get there so i was like let's you know let's get straight down to oh gosh where's bird again um Um, sid cup that's it i was like oh let's get you know let's get yeah let's have a lovely time yeah so let's get down to the questions Mm. the first one being how did you get into theater Right. How do I get into theater? This is like, I love telling this story because it just goes to show that I think a lot of people think that the path to theater is very linear or that you have to follow a certain set of rules and you don't, I think. Um, I actually went to school to study classical dance. So um, I kind of trained in ballet and modern for the majority of my tenure in education. And I always envisioned that the career I would have or at least the one that I wanted to pursue would be one in the kind of freelance concert dance scene in New York City. So kind of companies, if you think of Netherlands Dance Theater or Akram Khan, that kind of vibe. And when I was in high school, I did a school production of A Chorus Line. 
And when I auditioned for the show, I thought, oh, I'll audition to just be one of those background dancers. I didn't really even know what Chorus Line was about, but I was like, you know, surely it's a show about dance. There must be some kind of ensemble dance gig up in there. Anyway, audition for the show, ended up getting one of the principal roles, um, and her name was Connie, and I, you know, just typecasting-wise, that's just, you know, that's the perfect role for me, because she's supposed to be short, and she's supposed to be a dancer, and she's supposed to be Asian, and I was like, wow, tick, tick, tick. So, um, ended up getting that role. I had a, a friggin' blast doing that show, and when... I was a senior in high school. There was a non-equity international tour of a chorus line auditioning. And me and my friend went for some banter. We said, let's go to the audition that's supposed to be professionals and just see what it's about. Cause we just did this show in school and we had a great time. I ended up booking that job. So that was the first professional job I had leaving school. Um, that was the summer after I graduated from high school. I had a great time still thinking that I was going to pursue this kind of freelance concert dance lifestyle. And you know, one thing led to another. I was going to college to get my BFA in dance. And after doing my freshman year there, I did another production of A Chorus Line and another production of A Chorus Line. And <laughs> then the creative team asked me if I wanted to come do the West End Revival at the Palladium in 2013. And at that point, I was supposed to go back to college after having taken a semester off for doing another production of A Chorus Line. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I said, uh, are we allowed to swear on this podcast? Yes or no? Um, Probably not. Okay. The uh, the uncertainty the uncertainty in your voice leads leads me to believe that. <laughs> okay. I said, Absolutely, I will be there. So um, I moved to London at that point in time, like literally New Year's Day, flew to London, and and here I am seven years later with a career in musical theater, something that I never thought that I would be in, and that's how I got into theater. I guess. Wow. Yeah. That's one hell of a story, that. Right? Just love a lot of a lot of a chorus line, yeah. A lot of a chorus line. <laughs> that show definitely holds like a special place for you then. Absolutely. Like that is the job that taught me how to basically be a musical theatre performer. And it also taught me how to work as a professional, how to work with other people. Like that was that was me going to school for MT basically. So did you do much singing before that then? Or was that completely not in your head? No. Before you did A Chorus Line? No, absolutely not. Like no singing at all. The only singing that I used to do was when my, oh, a bee's just flown into my flat. That's interesting. Um, <laughs> but the only singing that I used to do was when my mom forced me to, I don't know, sing Reflections from Mulan by the piano, something like that. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, I never pursued it um, kind of, you know, with, I don't know, I guess with gusto or with yeah. with the plan to do anything about it, you know. Yeah. Here you are, though. Here I am, just getting by on charisma. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I mean, like, I've, I mean, I still have yet to do any proper acting classes, but I've done, like, singing classes in, like, parallel to working professionally, which has been great. And also just, I think, doing shows, you learn a lot about stamina, for one, um, in yeah. terms of singing or, like, how to, I guess act through song or you know all of that good stuff all the stuff that you guys probably know way more than me so maybe we can catch up <laughs> via zoom and you can let me know how to do it oh dear. <laughs> it's been a long time since we had one of those classes right yeah, yeah it's crazy <laughs> anyway moving on um mm. what was the first musical that you well considering you didn't sort of train to do musical theater mm -hmm. did you ever go to the theater like when you were younger and see musicals 
Yes, I did. My mom's favorite show is Phantom of the Opera. So I saw that at least a handful of times. Because <laughs> um, every time somebody came to visit New York City, that's where I was born and that's where I grew up. She would always take me to go see Phantom of the Opera. So um, I did see that a couple of times. Yeah, I, I kind of went to Broadway shows, but never thinking that I would be performing in them. Actually, the first show that I saw still didn't have any inkling of me wanting to do that kind of thing. But I saw City of Angels at this same high school oh. that I that I went that I ended up going to. And it's like they kind of just invited us like if you want to come see the show before you start your freshman year, like you can come. And I saw it and I was like, this is so cool. Like the way that the set was built as well, because we also have a technical department in our school. So you can go to um the high school of performing arts to learn about technical theater. Um okay they built the set where it kind of revolved. Um, it, I don't know how to kind of explain this, but like, you know, like when you ice a cake and you can kind of like whip it around on like a dolly or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So it ha it was kind of like that. And it just like kind of kept turning around. So as you unfolded from one scene to the next, you could still see like the ends and the beginnings of the scenes adjacent to the scene that was actually in play. And it oh. just blew my mind that students could perform to such a high caliber. And I thought I'm so not anxious, but I'm just, I'm so excited to be a part of something where this is the kind of talent that comes out of the school, so to say. But still, even at that time, I didn't even think that that's what I want to do. Obviously, I was going to the school to, in the dance discipline. So I wasn't, it wasn't, it still wasn't even a thought in my head that I would be ever singing or acting in conjunction to dancing ever at that point in time. I don't know what the wow. question was, by the way, so... <laughs> it was what was the first musical you saw oh what was the first musical i saw i mean that, i definitely didn't answer the question i think the first musical i saw was either the lion king or beauty and the beast okay uh probably like you know what no i think it was cats it was cats and apparently i was crying next to my grandfather because you know when they crawl out in the beginning in the audience i was yeah. scared i was scared for my life well i was probably yeah, like four years old yeah Okay, I think I'm pretty sure that's the first musical I saw. So we're going to go with Cats for that one. I think so, yeah. I think so, even though I, I spoke about so many other things. City of Angels, Phantom, <laughs> <laughs> But we got there with Cats. Yeah, eventually got there in the end. <laughs> Hilarious. So we'll start with the actual mixtape questions. Now. Okay, cool. And the first question of those is, what is your favourite overture? <gasps> You want to know something? I think it's The Lion King. There we go. Because <laughs> I don't know I don't know what it is about just uh oh, I'm going to like really butcher that. But like every time I hear it, I'm in tears. Like honestly, it's just I don't know why it's particularly moving to me. When I think about that question a little bit more critically, I don't know if this is an overture, but I'm pretty sure like the opening of Ragtime is oh. the start of Ragtime. Mm. I don't know if yeah. there's an overture before that first song, but that, the, the, the first song that you hear in Ragtime, honestly, it's epic. Like it is, yeah, it's, it's so epic. So I, I don't know if that's technically an overture, but I really, yeah, really I like that. I'm looking online now and it doesn't say there's an overture. It just goes straight in with the prologue. So, so, so let's say that the prologue of Ragtime 
when I really think about it is my favorite, I guess, kind of overture slash opening to a show. When you think yeah. about it more, I think the Lion King thing is just, I don't know, maybe, maybe I was traumatized by a kid and that's why it makes me cry every time. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but yeah, I guess go with my latter answer. Yeah. It's a great show. I love Ragtime. Mm, Did you see it when it was at no. Charing Cross? No, I, I missed it at Charing Cross as well. It was amazing. Oh, so cool. But yeah, hopefully I'll get to see it at some point live <laughs> so next up we have a song that reminds you of your childhood mm. so we could go back to the lion king there yeah probably <laughs> the opening <laughs> of lion king again a song that reminds me of my childhood oh my god you know what i just realized that i did i did do a musical theater show when i was younger and i just i guess i blocked out of my memory <laughs> um <laughs> Two, actually. Okay. Anyways, that aside, I, I don't know. I don't think there technically there is a song that reminds me of my childhood. If I if I really if I'm answering that truthfully, I think yeah. it's because I didn't really have a tie to musical theater as a child, so nothing really kind of reminds me, you know, like specifically about my childhood. I think, however, mm, yeah, that's 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 me answering your question truthfully. I, I could just I could just not make up an answer, but I could I could go down on a tangent and relate a song to my childhood. But I don't think that's the yeah. question. Does that yeah. make sense? But I think yeah, yeah, it's just like I just didn't I wasn't on the musical theater scene or had any cognizance about it when I was growing up. So nothing really reminds me of my childhood, really. So question number three. Mm would be a song from your favourite musical. A song from my favourite musical. What's my favourite musical? You can you can discuss if you want to. Okay. If you've got a few options. I mean, City of Angels is my favourite musical. And Lovely. I think my... Oh, let me just pull up the... Let me pull up the songs real quick. Where is that song? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, Everybody's Gotta Be Somewhere. I think I really love that. That's kind of like the, the group song that like the jazz quartet does. I think just because yeah. I, I've I've sung a line of that in like this choir thing that I was a part of back in New York City and it just like it just blew my mind like how complicated that song is. So when I listened to it all together, I was like, whoa, I was like, this is so epic. But um Oh that's you know what, that's also an overture that I really like when I really think about it. Um City of Angels. Yeah. With the the prologue really bloody difficult harmonies to yeah do. <laughs> oh man it's just so good yeah what is my favorite song from this show i mean i love it needs work but i'm i'm saying that that's my favorite song to sing from this show it's not my favorite song to listen to i mean i do like the tennis song that's really that's fun and playful it's funny yeah yeah and covertly very sexual i think <laughs> um yeah maybe maybe it is the tennis song i don't know i i love like all the songs from this show but i think you know that's the mark of a good show that it's not just one standout song because all the songs have to like manifest parts of the storyline. So they kind of do work like as a cohesive unit altogether. Um, so maybe that's a testament to why I like the show so much that all the songs I think are really, really good and really valid in terms of telling the, what the story is about in that show. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen the, well, I didn't get to see the new production. I saw it when it oh. was a, the Donmar, so did a, few I. Year, a few years ago, yeah. Yeah, oh, so but I didn't good. get to see it, the new one. No, neither did I, and I was really looking forward to getting to see it. Yeah. Um, but no, I did see it at the Donmar, and it was absolutely amazing. 
Yeah. So I didn't know the show at all when I went to see it. Mm. So I didn't know what to expect at all. Mm-hmm. Went in and had my mind blown. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Completely. I agree. But for that, should we just put the tennis song for that one? Yeah, let's fun, put the tennis song. It's a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> that is a song that goes like, in your court. Yeah, that yeah. one. Okay. Just in yeah. case I was thinking about something else. Clearly, you know what? Maybe, <laughs> yeah. Clearly, I don't know this show very well. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to question number four then. Mm-hmm. Which is a song from the fav- your favorite musical that you have been in? That I've been in. Oh, okay. Well, I think, truthfully speaking, my favorite musical, song wise, um, I think my favorite musical that I was in, that I really just enjoyed the music of, was probably In the Heights. And I can say, I think the reason I say that is because I would start off In the Heights in such a bad mood for about 90% of all the shows because I was very stressed when I was working on that show (laughs) because um, it was my first time being a DC um, in any like West End show and they put a lot of responsibility on me which was great I really loved it but it just it just led to a lot of stress so I would start every show just like with my hair just frazzled out with the amount of steam coming out of my skull but by the end of the show I would always just be so happy and I think the music had a lot to do with that because I don't really like the book of In the Heights. I actually think In the Heights has a very weak book. I think the strongest part of it is the music. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Carnival was like the best one, I think, to dance and sing in terms of my favorite thing. But in terms of just like listening to a song. Oh, I mean, like when the sun goes down. Epic. Oh, uh, what's the other one? When you're home. Epic. Yeah, probably When You're Home, when it's sung really well. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite song yeah. in, in the Heights. Okay. Yeah. We'll I go with that say, one. I think say that one. Yeah. It was a great show. Like I, I saw it at King's Cross. Oh, did um, you? Did you see yeah. it during the famine? The famine time. I say famine. That's when like the 11-strong ensemble was just one person. Because oh, really? Because sick and injured. And I think... I think I saw it quite early on. Oh, did you? Did you see yeah. it when um, Victoria Hamilton Barrett was Daniela? I time. didn't. The pregnant uh, lady. Uh, I can't remember. Oh man, she was just pregnant remember. in arabesque, and it was just absolutely <laughs> sensational. It was so good. Um, but yeah, that's my favorite one, I think. When you're home. Yeah. Lovely. Nice. So, question number five is a song from the last musical that you were in. That I. That's my favorite. Or yeah, favorite song from the last musical that you're in. Yeah. Um, so the last musical I was in was obviously Hamilton before, you know, the West End closed down for the foreseeable yeah. future. I think my favorite song from Hamilton is Skylar Sisters. Um, it used to be Satisfied before I joined the show. And then for whatever reason, it's just not my, well, no, I, I still think Satisfied is pretty epic. But the Skylar Sisters, for some reason to me, it, it doesn't matter you know, how many times I've done the show when I do two specific tracks in the show for whatever reason, when they kind of sing, look around, look around at how lucky we are to be alive right now. And there there are two specific tracks that I swing on for that are at the very front of the stage for that. So you can really like take in the audience at that point in time. And the choreography is also kind of like a gesture where you're um, also taking in the audience and kind of also being very vulnerable in your chest and like exposing yourself as well. So it's kind of like a very, um, I don't know, wholesome, wholesome 
movement that we're doing and just singing those lyrics and dancing that dance at that point in time in terms of the uh, in terms of the geography where you are on stage I, I I don't know why but I always get really like teary when I do that bit because it is like I, I you know especially not even wanting to ever be in musical theater when I was growing up and I'm getting to perform in you know arguably the most exciting show you know of the 21st century or something like that and that I I can I have a life where I've built everything based on a career that I do that is artistically fulfilling and I'm not doing it just to get the money um those lyrics really ring true for me and I just love that song from the minute that you hear that drum that like you're just like bang straight into a new environment within the show and it's just yeah I just I really love performing that number and singing it specifically. I think this is the thing about Hamilton. A lot of people for some reason think that the ensemble does like a lot of dancing and yes, we do, but we do so much singing in the show because it is mm. sung through. Um, yeah. And that is, yeah, that's one of my favorite songs to sing, even though we don't sing that much until the, until the very end, but what we do sing, I, I really, really enjoy doing that. It's nice as well. Cause you've been in the show since it first opened, haven't mm-hmm. you? Yeah. So it's nice that you, there's still points of that show where you can find something that, you still really love like and parts you still connect to it's not just something that you do on a daily basis now yeah absolutely and I think that's you know the magic of because as DC I swing the show I don't perform you know eight times a week but yeah especially in a long-running show in the West End I feel like that's the most sustainable way in terms of enjoying a show because every time I go on I have a new perspective on the show the first time I ever swung I it was in in the heights and I was an on-stage swing then so the first time I did something that wasn't in my normal on-stage swinging track honestly like my eyes couldn't have opened any wider because one I was just nervous because all of a sudden you're on a stage where you're very familiar with what the path looks like and then all of a sudden you see a different one like I'm sure Connor you experienced that when you were playing um oh god his name's not Evan is it What's the name of the guy that you played <laughs> Legally Blonde? Emmett. Emmett, that's it. I yeah. knew it started with an E. But it's like when yeah. you play Emmett and then when you play UPS guy, you'd see a different version of the show from those yes, two characters. Completely. So, completely. yeah, so it's like that times five for me. You know, you constantly are cycling where you can look at on the stage. And I think that's a privilege that a lot of people who normally do ensemble work or normally just do one track when they're in a show, they, you know, it's, it's really a special experience, like seeing, seeing your show from a different point of view, like not even, not even from the audience, like say you took the night off to like watch the show or something. But, um, but yeah, you see things that you would never see before. Cause maybe normally you're, you're busy at that point or you're looking stage right instead of stage left. Um, yeah. Love it. Love that. So question number six mm-hmm. is a song from a musical that you want to be in. A song from a musical that I want to be in. Uh, I mean, there are two musicals that I want to be in. Technically, I did do one of them, though, when I was younger. Again, I don't know why, but I clearly just pushed these memories of doing musical theater <laughs> shows to, the, to my deep subconscious. I don't know why. Um, one of them is You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, which I think is hilarious. And I want to be in that show, and I want to be like a contemporary dancing Woodstock. I feel like me and Snoopy would have dance. Um, <laughs> but the song, oh my God, the song that I love from that show is Lucy's song when Schroeder's playing the piano. And, oh, what's the song called? It's literally hilarious. I, I think that show is so funny. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. 
Yeah, I know a couple of songs from it. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, what's the song that I should sing? Oh, it's, it's just called Schroeder. Um, I, oh, yeah. I implore anybody listening to this podcast to just please listen to it. It might not be that funny, though, because you're not seeing it in the context of the show, but it's so funny. And the woman who sings it is just... She, she for me, really got her voice spot on in terms of characterization of like how that character would sound like obviously like there was a you know it was on tv or it was a movie at some point in time but um for the stage show it was just so funny she's so hilarious okay so that also another show that i want to be in because there's only two at the moment um i would love to play anybody's in west side story and probably like my favorite song from west side story to listen to is maybe it is tonight or maybe it's something else I don't know. I, you know. It probably is tonight again. Is that the the quintet version or the? No, I think the duet. The duet. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Hold on, let me just look at West Side Story. Oh, I'd love to get to do West Side Story. Isn't it just yeah. just the most beautiful show? Honestly. Um, let's see. West and the Dream Ballet. Why don't they make musicals with ballets in anymore? I guess. Um, it's just a little, it's just a bit old school, isn't it? Because yeah. I think even though dream ballets are epic and I I too wish there was more dream ballets, we always like make a joke, like what if there was like a dream ballet during Take a Break in Hamilton? Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um hold on. Should we start a petition, let's get that let's get that happening. Yeah, right. Yeah, I would say probably tonight is my favorite my favorite song from West Side Story. Um also another great overture now that I'm looking at the uh it is. Yeah. Um, What was I going to say? Yeah, about dream ballets. I guess, especially like me, kind of having experience with choreography. It's like, what what do dream ballets actually signify? You know, when when that's when it's kind of just like, oh, just like a lovely dance that goes with the song. Because I think sometimes, for example, if you see versions of Carousel where they have the dream ballet, where it's just randomly some random. a, a random Billy Bigelow and a random, you know, what's her name? Yeah. Uh, Judy? No, it's not Judy. It's something June. Julie. 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 Yeah. Um, when it's just some, okay. And now two dancers from the ensemble are going to react, um, enact this thing. But then that's not really an extension of the characters or the actors who are actually playing those roles on yeah. stage. It's like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? It's like, why, why can't, there just be no dance and you express that in a different way. You know what I mean? So um, it, it confused me sometimes. I think there was, there was a production of on the town where my friend was the dream Gaby, mm-hmm. but the, but the Ivy was the main actress who had been right. doing it already. And for me, that's kind of confusing. It's like, well, Gaby. Should... This guy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like Gaby, <laughs> the actor should be doing the dance. Yeah. You're, you're heightening the story to another kind of interpretation. So you're, you know, it's not enough to just speak the words and have a scene. It's not enough to just sing, sing what's being said so that you hear another um, thread line of like, I don't know, subconscious interpretation through the notes that you're singing or the melody or the clash and the harmony. You know, it has to be, you're taking it to the next level by representing that physically. And if it's not the actor who originally did it, then what's the point of that? So I think dream ballets are a little bit tricky in that sense, because if they're, I don't think if they're, if they're not placed well or logically, then I don't see what the point of it is, which is probably why a lot of people stray from that. Cause I think a lot of theater is 
about being more efficient with your use of actors and being more logical or maybe just mm. being innovative or maybe people just don't want to do it because it's just viewed as old school and everybody wants yeah. to kind of be more um new and exciting and kind of all that kind of <laughs> stuff you know very true mm-hmm. moving on then um question number seven is mm-hmm. a song from your least favorite musical yeah, you see, this is the thing. I don't think I have a least favorite musical. I quite like all of them. I've never walked out of a musical and thought, God, that was a pile of garbage. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, let me just think. A musical that I really didn't enjoy. Or yeah. is there a song in a certain musical that you didn't enjoy? Just yeah. one, like... If there's, like, a uh, soundtrack you'd listen to, you'd skip that song. Or... Oh, yeah. I mean, every show's got those kinds of songs, <laughs> yeah. don't they? You know what? In the Heights, in New Till, even though David Bedella was epic, I was just like, oh, just skip this song. I was like, it's so boring. <laughs> like, who cares? I mean, obviously, somebody cares. And it is, he is saying things in that song that haven't been expressed already through text. So I get why it's there, but I hate that song. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, like fast forward, get yeah. that out. I mean, there, there are so many, there are so many within shows that I absolutely love that I'm just like next. Um, mm. But yeah, in new till from in the Heights, even though so. I do, even though in the Heights is obviously not my least favorite show, but that's still yeah. my least favorite song in that show. We'll, we'll change that question for you. But oh, we'll, yeah. Thanks. A song, <laughs> your least favorite song from yeah. a musical yeah cool so what's our question number eight a song from your guilty pleasure musical yeah what is my guilty pleasure musical i i keep i feel like it is phantom of the opera you know but i think yeah. i don't think phantom of the opera is a guilty pleasure i think it's a very um it's a very valid pr- pleasure you know I, yeah I, I don't know i think that music from this epic let's pull up the album again okay what do i love from phantom of the opera uh i mean just anything that the phantom sings i think is just absolutely epic oh man (laughs) if i was a dude i would want to play the phantom in phantom um yeah i mean yeah i think that's my answer to it any song any song that the phantom is featured in where he's got his what's the big one i mean he has that amazing thing at the end Uh, music of the night music of the night yeah um yeah just love it epic yeah, but I'm going to go with that answer. We'll go music of the night. Yeah. Love it. Great. And last but not least, your favorite mega mix. My favorite mega mix. I don't know many mega mixes. Yeah, there's there's not that many, but I do love the six mega mix at the end. <gasps> Two in a row. Ah, did somebody else give that answer too? Yeah, we had Alice Fern on the last one. She said that was hers, and that was the first time we'd had six mentioned at all. Really? Oh, I love it. Yeah. The six mega mix, I think, is great. Um, yeah, I I think that's that's my only answer because I don't know any other mega mixes. I'll go with that. Very valid answer. Yeah. Okay, so what well, that's the end of the questions. I'll read it back now as sort of like a track list and we'll get your opinion on how you'd like to how you'd find it listening to it. Okay. So we've got the ragtime prologue slash overture. Love. Tennis song from City of Angels. Yeah. When You're Home from In the Heights. Yeah. Skylar Sisters. Gorge. Schroeder from You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. It's hilarious. Tonight from West Side Story. Yeah. Inutil from In the Heights. Skip. Music <laughs> of the Night from Phantom. Yeah. Oh, I mean, and... can, I, can I give more? Hold on. Oh, is, yeah, uh, yeah. is the point of no return? Is that Raul or is that the Phantom? That's, That's Phantom. Phantom. 
I mean that yeah, maybe that one even more than Music of the Night. Yeah, okay. And Music of the Night is pretty epic too. It's like that one. Also, yeah, you know what? Whatever. Just yeah, cool. Just Phantom. Just Phantom. Phantom in Phantom <laughs> of the Opera can do no wrong, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and then we end it with the six mega mix. Yeah. Five, four, three, two, one, six. Sensational. Boom. Love that. That's a great that's a great mixtape that. Yeah. Starts quite upbeat, then mellows out a bit. So do you guys like put this together in like some type of playlist and people can be like, tune in to what I want to listen yeah, to? We can. We we did it for one, but not all of the songs are on Spotify. Uh, so it, sometimes it's quite difficult because yeah, yeah, yeah. you'll have a couple of songs missing out on it. But it is something that I'm going to get around to do to make like a playlist for each person that's yeah, come on. Yeah, that's a super so cool then idea. You could search like the name and then mixtape and it'll come up. Right, yeah. But yeah, I haven't got around to doing it yet. Oh, but it's something, no, it something I will cool. do. Yeah, cool idea. Right. I think that's it then. I Amazing. Think we're done. Okay, cool. Thank you very much for coming on. No, thank you. It's been guys. lovely to speak to you again. Yeah, nice to speak. After hope you... such a long time. Yeah, I know. I hope you you're both well right now. What yeah. like what are you getting, getting up to? Not a lot, really. No. I know. <laughs> no. It's, it's so yeah, it's so hard. It's just like especially like when you've just graduated and you're like ready to just, you know, eat up the world and then it's just like <laughs> yeah. actually no, it's going to be a bit no, of a famine right now. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. so yeah, I do feel for you guys, but, um, you know, just, yeah, we're doing this to keep busy. This is yeah. one thing we're doing. Yeah. No, it's great. I think it's like so important to like be creative in like whatever sense that is not, not in what you, I guess would typically do or what you think you would be doing, but yeah, yeah. it's great. Love it. Thanks very much to Alex for coming on today and telling us her musical theatre mixtape, telling us uh, how she got into musical theatre. Um, hope you all enjoyed listening to it. If you did, go give us a, a follow on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and give us a review. Go follow us on Instagram and Twitter as well. Yeah, keep following us on social media. We're always around. Message us, send us questions, do whatever. If you want to see someone on here, let us know. Tell us and we'll try our best to make it happen. We already did that last week with Alice Fern. We'll do it again. Yeah, thanks again for listening and we will see you next week. No, we won't. You'll hear us next week. Woo! Bye.